Welcome to the Servants of Grace podcast hosted by Dave Jenkins. Our podcast exists to provide trustworthy expository messages through the Bible and faithful answers to your theology questions. Now for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. Welcome back to the Servants of Grace podcast and to our theology segment. Today, one of our listeners writes in and they ask this great question. What does it mean to bless God? To bless the Lord means to praise, to exalt, and to worship the Lord God. The Psalms describe the blessing of God in the following ways. Bless the Lord for his counsel in Psalm 16.7. Bless the Lord for his holiness in Psalm 103.1. Bless the Lord for his dominion over all things in Psalm 103.22. Bless the Lord for his honor and his majesty in, in Psalm 104.1. You see, Christians offer praise to the Lord because he alone is is worthy of our worship. The the blessings of the Lord are are completely undeserved and are only available to us because of his mercy and his grace. To bless the Lord is to do so out of an understanding that he alone, the Lord, is worthy of our worship as creator and Lord. And the Lord is glorified when his people bless and they praise and they acknowledge him. Such acknowledgement is what humanity was created for. No man can bless the Lord unless they've been made right with Christ alone. Only as God has blessed sinners in the heavenly realms, Ephesians 1.3 says, can they bless the Lord in a manner that places him. The Hebrew word translated bless in the Old Testament means to kneel. It carries the idea of honoring the Lord. You see, humanity doesn't add anything to the Lord when they, when they bless him, but they do worship him for who he is when, when we bless him. In Psalm 16:7 and Psalm 104:1, the Lord desires his people to bless and to worship him. From the earliest biblical accounts, the Lord calls people to honor him through their through their worship in every phase of life. Moses instructed the people to worship the Lord, and the Psalms are filled with this rich instruction. Psalm 104:35 and Psalm 115:18 use the phrase "Bless the Lord" and "Praise the Lord" to indicate the meaning is the same. In fact, in John 4:24, 4, Jesus instructed worshipers to worship Him in spirit and in truth. The Bible speaks of the blessing of the Lord in a variety of ways, such as some of these: the blessing of the Lord is a reward of the birthright in Genesis 27. The blessing of the Lord is the goodwill of one person to another, Genesis 33:11. The blessing of the Lord is the endowment of a good father, Genesis 49:28. The blessing of the Lord is the privilege of serving the Lord, Exodus 32:29 says. The blessing of the Lord is the receiving of an inheritance, Joshua 15:19 says. The blessing of the Lord is the benefit of a healthy crop. The blessing of the Lord is the bounty of creation. The word for blessing comes from the Hebrew word, the Hebrew noun Baraka, which is used to explain the covenant favor and the goodness of the Lord. The verb to bless, Barak, means to kneel, but it's often used to describe the worship of the Lord's covenant people in praise and in prayer. So as we consider the meaning of both words, they're both similar in that they mean a blessing and a benediction from God. In doxology, we exalt the Lord for his blessing. Benediction, though, begets doxology. The granting of divine Blessing points to an intimate relationship between a benevolent benefactor and his unworthy recipients. A generous benefactor gives and it, and it graces while the unworthy recipient receives and it rejoices with the blessing as a bond between them. 
The Lord richly blesses his people and his people in turn bless him for the blessing he confers on them. Every blessing is of the Lord. It's all undeserved. It should result in the worship of the Lord. Well, the word blessing is linked to four biblical principles in scripture. These are creation, covenant, cursing, and Christ. And within these four biblical principles, blessing takes on a much more precise and rich meaning. First, the blessing of God at creation and cursing. In Genesis 1, the first blessing was given on the fifth day, humanity on the sixth day, and the Sabbath on the seventh day. Life in Eden was lived under the blessing of God. In Genesis 3, the blessing of God is impacted by Adam's sin. And thus the Lord cursed the serpent, the woman, and Adam for their rebellion. Humanity, as a result of the cursing of God, no longer lives under the divine favor of God, but under the hand of judgment. The blessing that was given to man in Eden was lost at the fall. Let's consider the blessing of God in covenant. After Genesis 3, the scripture tells us how we can rediscover the blessing of God lost at the fall through covenant with himself. The Bible tells us this story in the following ways. The covenant given to, to Adam is also known as the first gospel or the proto-evangelium in Genesis 3.15. The covenant given to Noah in Genesis 9.1. The covenant given to Abraham in, in Genesis 12. The covenant given to Moses in, in Exodus chapters 27 through 30. The covenant given to, to David in 2 Samuel 7, 28 through 29. The covenant given to Ezekiel, also known as the new covenant in Ezekiel 34. The ultimate covenant is revealed in the incarnate Son of God and the Son of Man, Jesus Christ, John 1 says. The blessing of God is found in Jesus Christ. In fact, in the New Testament, Bible readers discover the good news of Jesus Christ, who turned the cursing of God into a blessing by becoming a curse on the cross for humanity. Those who trust in the Lord of Jesus are forgiven and blessed both now and forever in eternity. Blessing lost is now finally and forever regained by the Lamb of God. But even so, non-Christians who reject the Lord remain under the judgment of the Lord and are cursed forever. Yahweh, the Creator and the Lord of Israel, is not one among the many options among the world's deity. The Lord is who he says he is, and he will do all he says he will because he's unchanging. The, the Lord does not throw up his hands in the air, nor are his plans able to be thwarted. The Lord works all things in accordance with his sovereign will. The God of scripture is independent of his creation. He's able to do all that he will according to his revealed word. Well, let's talk about the covenant Lord and worship. You see, the Lord has given creation to humanity, his creation. All the earth and all of its storehouses are to be stewarded by man for the glory of God. Humanity was given the creation to show man the goodness of God the Father so that those who trust in him alone. And by understanding who the covenant Lord is, sinners can approach him through the Son, Jesus Christ. They can have eternal life and they can bless his name forevermore. Between the birth and the return of the Lord Jesus and the age to come, it overlaps with our present times. To be blessed in Christ is to enjoy a taste of future blessings such as intimacy with God and genuine eternal life. The Father will bless his people. For if we are his children in Christ, though he may give his people blessing, they're not to request it, they're not to expect it. In all things, God gives good gifts to his people who are to receive them with thankfulness and with worship. Thank you for listening to the Servants of Grace podcast today. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, leave a rating on the app, and share our episode with your friends and family. 
If you'd like to, you can follow us on Instagram at Servants of Grace, on Twitter at Servants of Grace, or by searching Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this podcast on the front page of our website at servantsofgrace.org. 